Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Quirky Corporate Check Chicks podcast. We're your hosts, Dana Foster and Sherry Hayes, corporate life coaches in private practice. We focus on people who follow their passion and how their lives have been impacted. Real stories, real entrepreneurs, and lots of laughter as we look at where life has taken us. We are here today, and oh, I am so excited. Big, big, big day with Patty Pereira from Barton Pereira, the creative designer of my favorite eyewear. I am, I am bowing. You can't see it on the, uh, on the screen, but um, thank you so much, Patty, for agreeing to be with us today. And we look forward to hearing your story. Yes, thank, thank you. you. I'm excited to be here with you girls. Yes. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about how, how did you even get started with designing glasses? Were you designing other things to begin with or were glasses always your thing? Well, as a hobby, I used to design, well, still design jewelry. Um, actually, as a little girl, um, I used to go to the fabric store with my mom's because she used to sew all of our clothes. So I guess it started at a pretty early age that I had kind of an eye, um, just being in the fabric stores and looking through patterns and we would modify patterns based on what I wanted. Cause I never wanted anything exactly as it was. So, uh, she would, <laughs> and I, I would, you know, put together the details of the buttons and just everything. And I loved those details. Um, and that started at a pretty early age. And then um, when I got into my teen years, I got really into vintage um, clothing and accessories. And I would, you know, buy clothes and my mom would modify them based on, you know, putting things together and that sort of thing. But I was really big into accessories. Um, for $20, I could buy an outfit that included a hat, a pair of gloves, a pair of glasses, a pair of shoes, and I love that. We, uh, I grew up pretty poor, so we were on a limited budget, so it was almost out yeah, of necessity. Yeah. Vintage and thrift, but at the same time, I loved it because I liked having things that other people didn't have, and I liked being able to customize things based on, you know, I'm pretty short, so everything has to be modified. <laughs> um, so that I think is where I kind of got my passion for, uh, jewelry, hats and, and glasses, sunglasses and eyeglasses. And I, I was an eyeglass wearer from a pretty early age, probably around 12. So, um, it was, it was fun to be able to go and buy, you know, glasses at a pretty, pretty inexpensive price. But again, that were kind of unique. Um, so that's kind of where it started. It was more of, like a hobby and that sort of thing. I don't have any professional um, training in design. I guess you could say I don't have an educa uh, education in design. Uh, I have a high school education, um, but I've always been creative and um, design is a passion. So um, I guess that's kind of where it started from the early days. And then um, I met my boyfriend slash husband. We're together 32 years, but we're not married. You know, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yes. you. But we're together 32 years. And he uh, is one of the original um, owners of Oliver Peoples, which is the brand that I was at for 18 years before I started Barton Pereira. Um, and in my years at Oliver Peoples, I did sales, marketing, design, everything. I mean, it was a really small company. There were six of us in the beginning and uh, we all did everything. And then I slowly 
kind of moved into design, you know, after being on the road in sales, I would come back and give my feedback of what I felt the connect collection needed or what the requests were from the customers. And I was also collecting a lot of vintage. I have a pretty big vintage archive of um, glasses. So I would bring in some of my vintage frames and say, Oh, I think we need this or that in the collection and let's, you know, modify this. So slowly I moved into design there and I was there for 18 years. And that's wow. basically where I learned really had a design product. You know, we worked really closely with the Japanese designers and Japanese manufacturers um, for like kind of the technical knowledge about uh, eyewear design. Um, but it was really just my love of color and shape and all things vintage that really brought it all together, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. I mean, so what... Um... When you first left Oliver Peebles, I guess, so it says you, that your, as you just mentioned, your your long-term partner is still there or has moved on? No, or? Yeah, actually, the company sold in 2006. So they sold to Ray-Ban or Oakley or something, right? Yeah, yeah. they sold to Oakley, and then yeah. and now they're owned by Luxottica, which is the big company. Yeah. Um, so, but in 2006, they sold a company, and I... I just, I, at that point I thought, well, I'll stay for a year and see how I like it. And after six months, I was like, I can't do this. Um, it, it's, it's a very different from going to, from a small entrepreneurial setting to a big public company that's doing, you know, bazillion dollars. Yeah. Just it, from a creative standpoint, um, not Companies don't do things creatively, but it, it's very different. I mean, design meetings became about numbers. It was sitting with a report in front of you, you know, yeah. paper with all these tiny little black numbers and letters. And it, it was like, you know, 60% of your sales are in these three models. So you need to design more frames like these three models. And they can only come in three colors. And one color is tortoise, one color is black. So have fun with the other color. And that's... I, I couldn't do it. You know, it was this, like there was, it lost its soul to me. And so I talked to Fred and who's my boyfriend and said, you know, I really don't think I can do this anymore. He knew I was really unhappy. So he said, you know, just quit, you know, we're okay for a while. So just figure out, you can quit and figure out what you want to do. And at that point, like my other passion is jewelry. So I have a really good friend in the jewelry business and we kind of collaborated on things together. So I decided that in, I was leaving eyewear. I was done because we designed for Prada, Mutual Sander, Helmut Lang, all these other fashion brands while I was at Oliver Peoples. And um, I decided I don't want to do eyewear anymore. I was fed up and I wanted to do jewelry. So I contacted my friend in New York and said, hey, let's, let's start a jewelry company together. I want to try something different. And she already has a jewelry line. So she's like, yeah, we'll do something separate. I want to keep my own identity, but we'll do something together. And then, so we kind of just played around with ideas, but nothing really ever happened. And I was on vacation in Hawaii with my mom and the guy who was the president of Oliver Peoples the last five years I was there was a gentleman by the name of Bill Barton. And wow. so we, we'd worked together for five years when the company sold, he decided to leave. So he was kind of 
out there on his own figuring out what he wanted to do and he called me one day I answered my phone I'm in Hawaii and he said hey what are you doing and I said oh just I'm on vacation with my mom um, and he said no what are you what are you planning to do and I said well I think um, I'm gonna do a line of jewelry with Catherine because he knew her the jewelry person as well and he's like you're crazy um, <laughs> you, uh, what you know about uh, jewelry is that you love it but you really what you what you really know is eyewear and that's what you need to stick with and the world needs to see what your point of view is because you've always designed for other people you know and so he said, you know, think about it. So I, at that point I couldn't turn it off. I like was thinking about what eyewear would look like if it had my name attached to it. And it was just crazy. It was like a fountain that I couldn't turn off, you know, or a faucet I couldn't turn off. I was just like, so many ideas came to my mind. I want to do leopard. I want to do snakeskin. I want to do, you know, color. I want to do enamel. I want to do this kind of filigree, that kind of filigree. And it just kind of like, spun out of control. Um, so after a couple months, I presented him a book of drawings of what I thought I, our eyewear could look like if we actually started a company. And he was looking through the book and he's like, holy shit, we're doing this. <laughs> Sorry. You know, actually, so I awesome. read about that. I read that, um, you know, that he, he said that if you were to uh, kind of take a three year break or something, that they would have enough designs to last for the next <laughs> few years collection. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah a lot actually and it's it's kind of sad because there's so much that we actually design that doesn't get made um that doesn't even get prototype but then there's this whole archive of prototypes that never make it into the collection because we're limited and we actually produce more than many other brands we do about 20 to 22 new designs a seat um every six months and um and at least six colorways. So the collection is really, really big. And we don't design things after every season, you know, like Edith, you, you know, that was yeah. over to a few seasons. So, um, yeah, I have a pretty vast. Was it? I just wanted, I wanted to actually touch on that as a question, as a, as a fan, but also as, as a marketer, like this frame has gotten more compliments. I think, I mean, I have people approaching me on the street who I don't even know saying, where did you, you know, what, what specs are those? Like what, what glasses are those? And they just, I don't know. I feel like when I put them on, it's a, it, it makes my personality. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And, no, for it's totally and for a designer to be able to, to have that niche of tapping into somebody's kind of personality, I think is amazing. Yeah, I, I get that a lot from people that wear Barton Pereira that like, oh, I get so many compliments on these. I get so many compliments on these. And um, it's it's really flattering, but it, it it's on your face and it does kind of become a part of you. So, I you know, it's really, for me, it's really rewarding. I love it, you know, when I see somebody. And I, I'm kind of shy. If Fred and I are out to dinner and we see somebody wearing Barton Pereira, like I'll say, oh, cool, they're wearing Barton Pereira. But Sometimes he'll go talk to them and I'm like, ah, I'm horrified. Don't say anything. <laughs> he'll go up to them and, you know, com compliment them on their glasses and introduce me to them. And, and I always hear, these are the greatest glasses or, you know, I get so many compliments and it's, it's really, it's a good feeling. I, I think it's a great thing for you, for you um, in terms of just 
not to flutter your ego as much, but for you to know that like you're impacting people's lives and you're kind of enhancing the way they look. And like if somebody identifies with something in a creative way and it makes them feel more whole, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And I mean, the, what's really great about them is that they really do function as, you know, it's a medical device and I don't want to say device, but it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a medical people actually need. And, um, so, and so many, there's such a stigmatism or there has been for so many people getting teased when they were a child wearing yeah. glasses. And so, you know, for them to wear them and feel really great, or some people think they even look better in their glasses. It's, 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 it, like you said, it, it is like a positive impact in a way that I could make on somebody's life, I guess. I think it's really cool that Barton followed back around with you. Like there's, it seems um, not as common as it should be when people follow up with someone else and say like, I believe in you and I want to know what you're doing and let's make this happen. When he initially came to you, was there any hesitation about giving yourself permission to be like, what do I want to do? Or was it literally like you got the permission and you were just like, I I know exactly what I want to do. How, yeah. how did that go for you? Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting that you say that because for, for years, people would always tell me that, you know, I needed to do my own collection or start my own company or whatever. And I never had the confidence. Like I would, mm. it, it wasn't even anything that I seriously thought was a possibility. And, um, Bill is, has a way to champion people. He's amazing. And, um, when he came to me, of course, I was completely flattered, but then there was that other side of me where with this confidence thing that was like, just, you know, gosh, I don't, I don't know if I could do it. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to. Yeah. You felt exposed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it it was, it, it, in a way it is like you're exposed because it's like, there's a certain expectation. I mean, a lot of people knew that I was a designer at Oliver Peoples, but then a lot of people didn't. They thought I was just the girl the behind the scenes that helped, you know, the colors or whatever. So it was a little bit confusing at first, but then I think once we launched Barton Prayer and they saw that, they knew my aesthetic. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, yeah. and so kind of like, if you know it, then you know, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but and yeah, it was, and you are total badass. We love it. <laughs> so, but yeah, if it weren't for Bill, there wouldn't have been a collection with Herrera on it because he was really the one that um, that kind of gave me that push, you know. And and he continues to push and challenge me daily, you know. And uh, I still have that, you know. We're we're eleven years in, and twice a year when I present the book of drawings to Bill about, okay, this is where I think we need to go. And I present the prototype drawing book to him. I'm always waiting for that call for him or, you know, for him to tell me, yeah, you did good. You know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. a weird thing, but I really, I have a great deal of respect for him. And, um, you know, I, you know, I'm doing this for him, but I'm doing it for, for, 
for me too and for us and and for our brand so it's important that he like it as well you know yeah that's really special what if you had to give an example of one of the ways that he challenges you or how you best like to be challenged can is there anything that comes to mind hmm i do say it again <laughs> no no that's okay so so some people like to be challenged in different ways so like for myself because uh -huh. i used to be in, in med device sales and um it'd be funny because my manager would push me so hard and he would warn me. He'd be like, I'm going to push you really hard because I'm expecting more of you. And he would uh -huh. literally push me to a point. Like I remember growling at him one time where I was just like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. You know, cause he was like, you know, do you want me to do it for you? I'm like, no, I don't need you to do it for me. I can do it. This is fine. I can take responsibility. And so some people have to be like really aggressively pushed and then other uh -huh. people prefer to be challenged. Like, um, for you, maybe it's like in a more creative way where it's, um, like him creating a scene or something and then saying, how do you envision this person wearing those glasses in this particular, you know, scene or something like that. So I was just curious, cause obviously it's been such a successful relationship. Um, if there's a way or an example that you I, could share I about how he like a more gentle. <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, would yeah. assume so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely more general. I think I, one of the ways that I like to be create uh, challenged in a way is uh, through collaborations. Mm. Uh, for example, um, important. Yeah. with uh, Albert Maisels, uh, who was a producer and director of very iconic films. Uh, he was the person when the Beatles came to America back in the, I don't know. The, yeah, you can see me doing the thumbs up. I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it was uh, through through our retailer Barney's uh, put together a collaboration between Barton Prayer and Albert Maisels. And he's so iconic. And his, his glasses are so iconic. You know, how George yeah. Burns, those little round glasses are people that just that are identified. Yeah. Malcolm X and all that yeah like you were kind of talking earlier so for me that you know God doing something with Albert Maisels and so that's the kind of challenge I like or we did a collaboration um, with uh, Christian Roth who's another eyewear designer that I happen to love and um, he's been around since the 80s and so Bill decided it would be great for Barton Prayer to do a collaboration with Christian Roth and that was kind of unusual because most brands would just do collaborations um, like a fashion brand with an accessory brand or a fashion brand with a jewelry brand, but these are two eyewear designers coming together to make a collaboration. That's yeah. kind of odd. And, uh, that was interesting because, um, it was, the, you know, he had a really iconic style from the eighties that I personally used to wear. And it was, uh, the challenge of kind of reimagining it in a, in a more modern way, but also putting Barton Puerta's kind of twist on it. So those are the kind of challenges that I like, you know, Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, no, that's great. Now I always I when I think about Oliver Peoples, I think about um um one of my favorite when you talked about the eighties, uh one of my favorite books is American Psycho. And he talked <laughs> Oh <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm sure you probably know Brett Easton <laughs> Ellis. Yeah, out in LA. Yeah, and he and it's just a it's an interesting 
you know, time, I think, to have to have been in, in kind of eyewear and everything. But I I wanted to kind of just segue into one quick thing about when you started your brand now and you are launching everything and you know you suddenly kind of came into a lot of success. Um, you had, I think, Michelle Obama, like Brad Pitt or whoever, right? You know, suddenly wearing your stuff. And, and, and Sherry Hayes in London. So, you know, <laughs> let's not forget that. But um, that must have been a bit, especially for someone who is, is very humble and is just designing for, you know, the day-to-day person, you know, how did, how did that make you feel? It's actually, it's, it's really cool. Actually. Uh, I mean, we had Angelina Jolie almost right out of the gate, which. Oh, wow. Because, uh, I mean, she was America's darling at that point. And uh, so to have her, it, it was incredible, you know. And um, one thing about Barton Prayer is we don't seed a lot of product. Most people most people wearing it seek it out. Like, I, I have no idea where Michelle Obama bought the, that Barton yeah. Prayer, you know, or where, I mean, Brad Pitt buys his. Yeah, product. you're not product placing. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah, when you when you see it, you're like, Whoa, that's amazing that they, of all the choices that they have in the world that, you know, chose a Barton Prairie. Um, it's, it's definitely rewarding and flattering, but it's, it's just as rewarding and flattering to see, to see you or to see. Oh, Oh, that made made my, you know, like, like I'm turning red. I'm like, I'm (laughs) blushing. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's just, it's a great feeling because, you know, I put, we put a lot into our product, you know, we, um, we manufacture everything in Japan and, um, you know, we don't have huge marketing or advertising budgets or whatever. So it's for people to discover our brand and then to, to love it and continue to buy it and have multiple pairs. It, it says a lot about the actual product. It's the quality. And that's what I, that's another reason why I love it. First of all, it's the craftsmanship. I think it's, it's the design and it's also, you guys have very minimal advertising. And in fact, you don't have any, as far as I know. Yeah, I, no. I, like I said, I walked into a place and every time I go in, I go, that's the frame I want. Oh, it's Barton Prera. Well, what the hell, right? <laughs> of course it is, that's, right? That's, yeah. It's, <laughs> and that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what's, um, I think we're going to wrap up now. Dana, do you have any questions? I was just going to ask, um, being that like Sherry had touched on that you're perhaps maybe more shy or humble, prefer not to be in the spotlight to, if there were any advice that you would give to someone else, that's more of an introvert like that, but wants to pursue something on their own, what would be a piece of advice that you would give to them? I mean, I think if, if you're, if you can't do it on your own and you're going to have a partner to choose your partners wisely, mm-hmm. I mean, um, Bill is really good in that he, he's, he speaks well in public and, you know, he, he poor thing. He always gets sucked into like the things that I don't want to do. So just choose a partner that is going to support you and understand those little kind of quirks about you. Um, because, there's nothing worse than having to be forced to do something that you don't want to do or that makes you feel uncomfortable. Plus you just, mm-hmm. you know, these are, I was telling somebody earlier today, I feel like uh, 
if Bill and I went on a game show and we had to, you know how they do with married couples and you have to guess the person's favorite color. I could probably do that better with Bill than I could with Fred that I've been with for 32 years. <laughs> so, so what does Fred do? Does Fred, is Fred a designer as well or is he? Uh, he he's a partner in a denim brand. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Stronghold. So yeah, he's yeah. in fashion. So you're both creatives. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think, I think my problem is I've always dated creatives, even though I'm a, I'm a corporate chick. So, you know, <laughs> it's, not a, pro it's not a problem, but we just never, we never connect. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, it, it works out well to be with somebody creative and, but also in, in business though, I think it's kind of good to have like Bill handle, you know, the business side of things yeah. and I'm more of the creative side of things. Cause if you're, if everybody's creative and nobody's managing the business, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that it goes back to, you know, just, um, I think you have to stay true to who you are and choose your partners wisely. Cause I've seen too many like nasty breakups in business and that's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, Bill Barton had actually um, sent us a message on Quirky Corporate Chick saying, you know, that he was very supportive of the podcast. So we're super excited. And oh, good. Again, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Well, I turned down a lot of things because I am too shy. Oh. And when he saw that I was doing it, he was like, you go, girl. <laughs> I know. He did. And I said, you know what? We weren't going to do anything that wasn't, that was not going to support you. And, you know, we are your we're your fans and we support you. We're not here to, you know, dissect anything other than just say that the brand is fantastic, but most of all, you're fantastic and you're a lovely human being and you're a vegan, which we love here. At <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Save the animals. You're a vegan. So yeah. next time in L I'm, you know, next time we're in LA, actually, Dan and I met in LA. It'd be mm -hmm. wonderful to have a, a coffee with you or something. Yes. Yes. I'll take you to my favorite vegan restaurant. Okay. All no. right. Well, thank you so much, Patty, for a wonderful interview. I'm just, I think I'm going to go home and I'm going to do a, I'm gonna do a victory lap. As I <laughs> 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 thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. And you yes, thank are you. fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.